0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air, online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In October of 1974, the body of Rachel Heller, a female um, Israeli Defense Force soldier, is found in the sand dunes of Caesarea. She was completely naked except for a single sandal and a bra strap that tied around tightly around her neck. The investigation leads nowhere until a man by the name of Amos Baranis storms into the local police station claiming he knew the victim and wants to help. He is arrested three days later, and after interrogation, he confesses to the murder. Coastal Road Killer is a riveting multi-part series examining whether a serial killer who was brought to justice was behind the murders that occurred in Israel between the late 1970s and the early 1980s, and whether or not that killer might still be on the loose. Coastal Road Killers was created by Yotam Gundelman and Ari Pines, and they are the co-directors of the film, These this series. With that, I'd like to welcome to the program Yotam Gundelman and co-creator Ari Pines. Welcome to Film School Radio.
1: Hey. Hey, Mike. Hey, to be here
0: thank you thank you so much well first of all this film this film series uh, follows uh, along the same path in some ways as your uh, shadow of truth It was a Netflix series that was very popular uh, is that is that a fair statement is this is in kind of the same uh, mode that uh, that shadow of truth was
2: um, in a way totally I mean we what we wanted to do is actually is, is continue in the same world because we figured out we had, like, a, a good connection to those types of stories in the way, which is weird, I know, because it's a murder story. But we, we made a very good connection to you know the, all the people involved in this and, and also the other story. But we were looking for something that could take us forward in terms of, like, uh, aesthetics and storytelling. And then we came across, I mean, uh, the was Killer story, which, which gave us a lot of freedom because it was, like, from the 70s and 80s in terms of filmmaking and not just in terms of story, which for us was very important. But it it definitely goes um, in the same path as uh, the first season.
1: I think it was a big challenge for us because it's not like we just pick a story where everything is already known, everyone knows who, who the killer is. Like The story wasn't laid out before us. We had to do some investigating because... No one in Israel, no, you know, the police or no official party ever recognized that this was the workings of a serial killer. They investigated each of these murders separately. So we kind of had to do this investigation ourselves, mm. which is a bit similar to each other,
2: too, which... Uh, then we discovered we're, we're uh, finding
0: investigators. Right. And for American audiences, and uh, correct me if you think I'm this is an inco- incorrect characterization, but uh, American audiences might recognize this sort of uh, way of storytelling, this way of a documentary uh, film series, in the same way that when Errol Morris did Thin Blue Line many years ago, it has some elements that remind me personally of uh, Earl Morris's work in terms of tracking down, sort of listening to the different perspectives on what happened in a particular crime, and then you charting your own course and trying to determine what's true and what's not true. Is that fair? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Earl Morris
1: is definitely both of uh, for both of us is maybe the biggest inspiration that we we had, and when we started working on Shadow of Truth, it was. You know, before uh, Making a Murderer, Jinx, before all those series, So, Errol Morris
2: was kind of what we looked up to. And, uh, it was like Errol Morris, The Staircase, The Paradise Lost, but Errol Morris was the most um, cinematic of those, and I think we tried to follow his path in way.
0: So, I wanted to give our audience something to sort of refer to when they're thinking of, of Coastal Road Killer. The film series focuses on five particular specific murders along this route that runs through Israel. Your focus on those five, but they sort of are the way that we get into the story of a number of different people in the film. Tell me a little bit about your familiarity with the Coastal Road Killer in terms of enough interest for you to want to turn this into a documentary film. And I'll start with you, Yotam. Um, what was it, uh, sort of the particulars of this, that drew you to uh, this project? I think in the
2: beginning it was... Uh... But what we wanted to focus on is two different things. First is like the injustice that was made to Amos Baranev, which you uh, see in the first and second episode. And um, in a way, it reminded us a lot of the case we dealt in, like in, in Shadow Truth. And we felt like it's a story that needs to be told in terms of the injustice and in, in, in how um, the, the police and the prosecution and, and the state can go in the wrong path when they're trying to you know, solve murder. And uh, and again, the story came to us. Yes, maybe we should go back. After Shadow of Truth came out, um, it, it, it was very successful in, in, in Israel, even more than, like, Worldwide Netflix. It was, like, a huge hit. Um, it was actually the most seen documentary in Israel ever, um, and the most watched TV series in that year. And it gave us a lot of attention, and people actually just, like, called us all day, you know, weird people, and they're, they're like, we have a story for you, or uh, just like... Mm. Anyway, I mean, tons of people just called us and, and uh, you know, wanted to bring that story. And after, I mean, uh, after a few phone calls we got, we got to this Barani story, uh, and we just looked into it. And we actually saw, the funny thing is, we saw uh, that there's like a very non, that nobody knew, There's a theory that nobody knew about, about this, that, I mean, was, was the case of the serial murder. And uh, we talked to people around us. We saw nobody knows about it. And you have to understand, Israel is very small. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about Israel, it's smaller than California. Uh, I mean, we're talking about the coast road, it's, it's uh, road Everyone takes a few times a month at least. And I mean, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are places you know very good. And, and usually, even if it's the murder like well, 35 years ago, we know about it very good. And nobody knew that a serial killer, killer might have been on the loose um, and might have um, done it. And we felt like, it, for us, it was a very compelling story to tell in terms of, like, just bringing this into our audience. But even more than that, at the beginning, the, the truth is me and Arya we didn't really think we are going to uh, find who's who actually the killer. Um, we thought we are going to chase a ghost. And it actually appealed to us. We say to ourselves, let's go and, and you know, and, uh, and, and go after a ghost and see how it glows. And there's, because our take usually, I mean, our take, of how we look at those stories, we, I mean, it's just like a different narrative, and we're never sure what's the truth, and we just wanted, we want to deal with the uh, perception of truth. So we had, a, I mean, beginning it was like, okay, I mean, we can get a budget, so let's just go and chase a ghost. At the end, we actually found a ghost, which was uh, a very big surprise for us. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning, we we thought maybe we can make this one and just like follow an idea more than actually follow a person.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, So it was like. uh,
0: you to do, Ari, you to, uh, yeah. Well, Ari, before, I want to ask Ari something about the because there's a lot of in the setup to the uh, the series. Uh, You're talking about this coastal road being a, a a very familiar road in Israel, well-traveled. Also, in the context of the late 1970s and early 1980s, um, Israel was going through sort of sort of a phenomenon that was pretty common here in the early 70s of People hitchhiking around the country, and particularly um, women. I remember while growing up; that was not unusual to see people hitchhiking. And apparently, in in that part in the late 1970s, this was something that was, I'll say, relatively common in terms of people getting around um, using that technique. I, is that right? Do I have that right, Ari? Is that is that?
1: Yeah, yeah of course, it was very common, um, and. Um... You know at the beginning we just like we we looked at these cases like you have to understand all of these cases happened in the same like 20 kilometer radius and we're talking about more than 10 women who were hitchhiking and ended up uh, you know raped and murder in exactly the same area and um, and no one Police never understood that this might be the work of one person, right. even though also like the method of killing was very similar between these cases. Right. And so this was kind of our starting point. Like we wanted to, you might say, build a sort of a time machine, like a cinematic time machine, to try to bring people back to, to that era uh, when, when women would, you know, hitchhike. Right. and and with, without even knowing if they would make it to their destination alive.
0: Well, that's, like, that, isn't that what all five of these murders have in common, is the women were... Well, maybe not. One of them was taking a bus that I can remember, right? Yeah, yeah. Th- they were all on the road. On the road. Uh, okay, that's the... Com-
1: you have to... Like, I have to say, there are more than five cases. We narrowed it to these five because they are the most similar. Like, it's hard to think that these Five specific murders happened by five different murderers. Right. And so the, the similarity is not just that they were all hitchhiking or on the road. Uh, you know, they were all strangled with the piece of clothing that they had on. Right. Uh, they, they all, like, the, the bruises and the, the message of killing was really similar between these cases. And we thought um this might be like a, a worthy challenge for, for us to try and understand what actually happened there. You know, uh, the whole country and the police, they forgot about these women. Uh, but, but their families, when we talked to them, you know, and we saw how much they still are looking for this answer, they still need it, we, we thought that um, it might be worth a shot.
0: Right. And the idea of this being a serial killing is, yeah, is the thing that distinguishes what what this series is about there there's totally. another element there's a investigative reporter early on in the film that talks about her research and how she found several hundred unsolved murders mostly of women and that in and of itself which you don't you don't dive too far into all of the i mean how many of those are related i guess uh totally. pardon me
2: you have to understand actually most of them are are were not found. So, like, women, you know, who just got lost, we're assuming, I mean, she's assuming that police are also assuming they got murdered, because, you know, just like normal women who just got out, I mean, went hitchhiking and never got back, Um, so we assume they're murdered, and some of them were found years later, so we we know nothing about how they were murdered. Right. Um, And what's even more interesting about that time, um, that I think I didn't mention, is Maybe, I mean, the reason police didn't know it was a serial killer is because the actual term was not known anywhere, by the way, until like the, the early 70s or the mid-70s, when like, as you can see like in the in the show 900 or like in, in Netflix, I mean, that all um, criminology science of, of getting to know serial killers, of even having, of, of even having like the idea it might even be, it might even be like a serial killer with, because it was unthinkable I mean yeah. nobody even like had a, a, a real perception that the thing might happen and it's funny because sometimes you, you understand it that we always you know we look at the truth with the tools we have and the truth back then was just different because I mean, mm. those people didn't have the, the this very what we think now is a very I mean uh, obvious or, or just normal you know uh, uh, tool which is getting to know what these murders were, the same, are saying, what Back then, nobody even had that idea. So they put, like, you know, every time they gave it to, like, another investigator, nobody knew about the next murder. It was just, like, one chaos. And and by the way, the idea of, like, chaos versus... Not even a story. That is, it's chaos versus story, in a way. Uh, between was it a serial killer. the serial killer or just, like, a lot of, you know, crazy people on the loose killing each I, you I, 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 Right. I, I would say also that like, you know, in the 70s and 80s,
1: I think in America, there was like a huge wave of serious, more than any other era, maybe, in the U.S. history. And I think the FBI is trained to deal with this, with these with uh, scenarios. And in Israel, no one really knew how to handle it. They didn't even know it was an option. You know, usually when there's a murder in Israel, it's either someone who is related to the victim or uh, it's something nationalistic. We also see a lot. So they didn't really have it in their lexicon, in their vocabulary.
0: That's very very interesting. I hadn't thought about it in those terms, but you're right, up until... Yeah, it's thought of as just what you described somebody who knew someone, there was an act of passion, whatever it was, there might be premeditated murders, or there were certainly premeditated murders, but they were for a particular end and they were usually one or one or and you know, unless it was a mafia related thing that was a whole different thing but yeah. it, it, but you're right and i this is a something i hadn't really thought about but the, the film spends a lot of time a coastal road killer spends a lot of time sort of diving into the perceptions and culture of those times which which shadow which kind of colored the investigation itself in some ways it it influenced the investigation into these different murders so it it's yeah, that part of the film it, yeah absolutely very very f- interesting um before i go any further i want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Yotam Gwendolyn, as well as Ari Pines, the co-creators of the film Coastal Road Killer, and it is opening uh, here in the United States, I believe. It's its premiere at Doc NYC, probably the premier film festival in the country for uh, documentary filmmakers, and uh, certainly one of the top film uh, festivals in in, in the United States. Well, now the film goes a lot further, and I, I really don't want to give a whole lot more away about how the film plays out. But there are certainly some interesting twists and turns, and also the realization of what we just talked about—sort of that this is a serial, this is a serial killer, probably is—and then we follow that trail into uh, a particular um, uh, suspect who was thought to be a rapist but not a murderer. And I will kind of leave it there. Is—is is there anything I—I I don't want to give too much away, uh, Yotam? How, how should I? Sort of go forward in terms of describing the film. Is that is that enough?
2: I think, um, in a way, yes. I think we can say that there's like we're chasing in the film. I'm trying not to say without without any spoilers, because as you said, I mean, there's like tons of twists and turns just yeah. from the just head for the beginning. As we as we realize, I think in the story it might be a serial killer. We have like at the same time there's like a serial a serial killer on the loose and a guy in prison that most of the, that that didn't do it, Um he's fighting for his freedom, and he just followed those two paths at the same time, looking for the cure and, and, you know, trying to get justice for this man. But he got justice, for justice. it's an old story, but uh, maybe we should tell the truth, I mean, as well.
0: Well, and there are yeah. there are some false starts. There are some things in the film where, where evidence appears to point in one direction and ends up it may not, but maybe it does, it's, and you have a real a real full roster of people who are who weigh in family members, the police, the forensics people, the DAs, all the different component parts that help create this kind of um, tapestry that we get to understand what happened and why. So I, th- I thought you did a wonderful job of bringing in a lot of different voices that can help tell the story. That's a terrific part of the film experience of watching Coastal Road Killer as you. It's pieces that you start to lay out for for us as an audience to understand all of these different elements.
1: Yeah, I would say it's like a puzzle, you know. We're trying to build a puzzle from these uh, a lot of different people who had like, specific roles inside this huge picture that we end up painting. And I think were, like, it's kind of the same theme that we try to explore in, uh, in Shadow of Truth, this idea of, of how storytelling can be used to Describe very different narratives, like how how hard it is for us as people to know a true story from a false one, and how hard it is for the entire justice system. Because, like in, in cases such as this, where you don't have DNA evidence that can point you to the right guy, you end up with stories that people say, and it's really hard to know when these stories are real and when they're not. And I think this notion, this notion, is something that we try to convey.
0: Well, well, congr- I mean, yeah. Well, congrats. Anything to to add to that?
2: I think we're also very much into um, exposing the fact that we are um, a film or a TV series, and not just like a truth story. In the way we're very, I mean, into the aesthetics of, of reminding you all the time that you're in a movie and that how easily we can uh, manipulate you to to believe um, that someone is guilty if we want to. And it's interesting because um, if you go to court, you see it's like it's the same. You know what I mean? The police or the lawyer from the other side can actually manipulate you to, to believe in a certain truth. It's all about storytelling. Um, and I think we're trying to analyze how storytelling can tell you, that, I mean, what's, what's real or what's not, or wanting to tell you what's real and what's not, but it never can.
0: Well, the film series is called Coastal Road Killer. The uh, co-creators of the series, Yotam Gwendelman and Ari Pines, I want to thank you both for your time today here on Film School Radio and for this series. It's a very compelling, terrific watch, and uh, I want to thank you so much for being here today.
2: Thank you You very much, Mike.